some mm. people might say that's the best result you've had on a Saturday for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, some yeah, might say, yeah, not yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? They got oh, breasts oh on their faces God. and faces on their breasts. <laughs> oh, that would be a serious mistake, wouldn't it? <laughs> Oi, tip face. <laughs> there, was, there was a couple of pretty good clubs both starting with the same letter. I'm not going to oh, talk about it. Starting with W? Yeah. Both starting <laughs> yes. with W. Yeah. What's the second letter, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> Who were the two clubs you turned down? Sorry. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Ian Holloway's podcast with guests. I'm Kim Holloway, his long-suffering wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, God's sake, I should be vetting everything he says, like I always do anyway, in the background. So. Will you allow me to say anything today or not? Yeah, I might do. Come on then, what have you got to say for yourself? The real boss. Sorry, love. Some might say you don't do quite a good enough job vetting everything he says on all occasions. Well, I can't supervise him 24 hours a day. That's a problem. That's because you're led down asleep most of the time when I'm up doing things around the house. <laughs> Such as? Or in your big chair. We've got back to her big chair. A recliner? A recliner, yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Where is she? She phones me from. Uh, are you down there? Can you bring me up? Yeah, we actually ring each other. Don't she we? rings each other. Yeah. But would you say that's the art of good management? What? Kim phoning you from a reclining chair and asking <laughs> you to do things. No, I think it's the art of laziness, isn't no, it? No, I think that's just fantastic. Yeah. I've got it well nailed down now. No No comment. No. No, no comment. <laughs> And it's so good to be back, isn't it, in Bath? Hello, folks, and welcome to the Kim Holloway <laughs> podcast. As you can see, she's to blame for everything that's ever happened anywhere. You got all funny because we went there. You had a go at me earlier on about... Oh, when you were ghosting us? Well, I didn't ghost you at all. Well, I mean... What's, I... Your, what's your name? Piers Morgan getting all funny, are you? Strictly you? speaking, you did. I didn't? We were doing a podcast. Six months later, he's up in Grimsby can get hold of him before you change your number well it's just so typically you isn't it mm. yeah oh yeah <laughs> bit of a Megan and I just leave you stranded yeah have you yeah. seen some of my replies to you on Twitter no no I'd <laughs> get someone else to read them for you Jay's I... got about 50 Twitter accounts hey Joe hey love it don't you Kim I was going to ask you um, obviously Ian was back in football management What's it like having him around the house in a lockdown? It's oh, a great question. Um, I hate you, Steve. <laughs> uh, oh my god! <laughs> um, You're sweating. To be honest, yeah, I'm wiping my brow. Uh, to be honest, it wasn't too bad because he spent a lot of time in his um, little wood wood shop, wood, doing working on his wood. <laughs> in his wood, no, what's what do you call it? Your workshop. Weren't you? Yeah, it's not a Working workshop, on it's your a wood. workshop, yeah. Touching your wood all day. No, no, I was doing some sawing. Yeah, so... Uh... <laughs> no. Look at you. Oh, this is it. Isn't it? We haven't seen any other people for months. <laughs> 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 to be fair, it was... Just say what I'm like around the house, will you? And say well, it how it is. Yeah, you're Who very... does most of the work up and down, everywhere? You do. And who sits down I in sit a in my reclining chair. chair at the top of the house on the phone telling you what to do. Yeah. And that's about it, really. And Ian does everything else, don't you? Apparently, <laughs> we were speaking earlier on, and I've done nothing. I've cut the grass, done the garden, made sure everything was sorted out because we're going to put the house on the market. And uh, repainted, redone the floor, done all the stairs. There's 42 of them all the way up and did all of that, did all the cracks, filled it all in, painted that again. And she said, what have you been doing? <laughs> what have I been doing? <laughs> and where was she? Almost horizontal in her chair. She's had her COVID jab. And uh, I haven't seen her for about a week because she was waylaid. That's not true. I've just got this image now of, of Kim, like a horizontal. football manager who's been who's got a touchline ban. He's sitting at the <laughs> yeah. top on the phone dishing out instructions and you're running around downstairs. That's if only that was true. That is exactly <laughs> it, yeah. If only that was true. Have, have, you, got, have you not got walkie-talkies for this, then? We had some at one time. It's just a crazy house, isn't it, really? <laughs> yeah. 
It's a crazy house. And if you forget something, you got to go all the way back down and all the way back up. Have you had any offers to do um, a reality TV series? No. That'd be good, wouldn't it? We're going to mic to our own. Just stick a camera on her forehead. <laughs> and you'll see the top of the ceiling upstairs. She's oh, can you get the dogs out? Can you, uh, can you let them out? Can you, can you bring me yeah. a sandwich? And they'll be you in the background swearing while you're yeah. doing your DIY. Yeah. Would you Would you do a reality TV show? Would I? Yeah. Seen Harry Redknapp's one. Harry Redknapp's Sandbank Summer. Oh God! Oh, I haven't seen yeah, I mean, that. Oh yeah, I could, that's a bit of you that I reckon. Is I don't it? know what it'd be cool. Well, what have you got to do? Well, Harry make that... Roly Polies with him. <laughs> yeah. it, uh, John Barnes and him were on a boat. I saw. One. Yeah, I didn't watch it all of them. Honest. He welcome. He, he invites some of his people from that he was in the jungle with down to go to some polo event. It's just him going around sandbanks doing stuff. <laughs> that's easy. You could do that, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'd, wandering around Bath doing stuff. Yeah, I'd like the jungle to be fair because I'd have to get a few snakes or, oh, for me, I'd, woo, yeah, you know, I'm not good with that. And then all that eating stuff, I'd swear I'd throw up, you know, when you have to do those eating challenges. But that. I reckon you'd be good in the jungle. Yeah. You'd have a chance as well because there aren't actually that many Grimsby fans to vote for the other contestants. <laughs> so I reckon you'd be through there. Yeah, but all the others are joining. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> if you add up all all of the fans of them, and yeah. clubs that are disheartened, should we say? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Ian's passing. Joe, everybody, it's, it's half the country. Joe, everybody I've met who know you, they're quite disheartened as well. <laughs> Especially my wife. <laughs> I didn't like to mention that, but don't do a podcast with her and you, because she'll hammer you. <laughs> Where are there any areas of the country where you haven't been a disgrace? No, <laughs> I didn't really. say that. <laughs> no, I just get the, the I get the tone of today. Yeah. <laughs> In all seriousness, though, like managers who leave, I don't know if there's a manager who's left the club and kind of is always fondly remembered because you leave for one reason: either you've been terrible or you move on to a better job, right? Yeah. Or the situation that you're in has changed, i.e., the club's going to change hands. Yeah, yeah. So, but, I mean, but there's what, all, there's what, always a situation though where you're yeah. not going to necessarily leave on the best terms. I mean, how many managers? Steve's knowledge is incredible. So, Steve, can you list five managers who have left on good terms in the last three years? In the last three years, yeah, that's quite specific. Thanks. Um, well, any club anywhere? Yeah. No, it's not. It's, it's not possible. I can't. I can't even think of that many, really. Okay, two. In the last three years. Last ten years. We've changed from. Well, I'm just trying to ten. Give him a chance. Trying to go for him. It always ends in tears. That's it. So I mean, like, you have managed a fair few clubs. I mean, a lot of managers have. So it's likely that fans, when you've left, for one reason or another will have some kind of issue with you. You say that's fair? Yeah, the, the the facts are today you can, you used to get slaughtered in pubs where people would have conversations and chats and that's it. And if you went back to that club, maybe you'd get some from the terraces. Whereas now you can post it on whatever forum you like, hide, never put your name to it. And even other teams, your your enemies can say they're certain your team's fans and slaughter you. So it's a bit of fun for everybody, isn't it, with this social media and God knows what. But that's life and that's where it's going. And it's great really because our daughters, being deaf, the world's opened up for them, isn't it? And Kim's dad who's housebound, had his leg off, sat there, he's alive and well because of all these wonderful things that you can type into you've got to as I, don't be a dinosaur you've got to move with the time so. why did you point to Kim when you said dinosaur because <laughs> she calls me a dinosaur because I don't like ever since I watched the Terminator I'm fighting the death of computers and that sort of taking over the world God's sake. <laughs> what was I want to know what the Sorry, question what did you, was what did you ended say up there. There. let's get back to being hated by everybody shall we <laughs> <laughs> But do you, in all seriousness, if you're, it's um, everything's opened up. 
you've got a weekend to yourselves. Obviously, you've got more weekends to yourself now. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you fancy a day trip somewhere. We're not allowed yeah. out in this uh, time. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So everything's open back up. We're, t- we're talking September 2023. Um, and you fancy a day trip. Are there places in the country that you would avoid? Well, Kim, well. no, no, and uh, Ashton, <laughs> Ashton Gate, Ashton really Gate, go. probably, yeah. Um, I definitely go to Grimsby though. Great fish and chips. Just don't go to the Tesco's. No, don't no, apparently Tesco's. I can't go to Tesco's because yeah, how dare he go to Tesco's? <laughs> You're not allowed to buy food, are you? In in Grimsby? No, I'm not allowed to eat or anything anymore. But ooh, listen, at the end of the day, that's life. You got to get on with it. That's that is it. You um, know, talking of Ashton Gate, yeah. lots of vaccinations going on there at the moment. You've mm. not had yours yet. Um, would you have your vaccination at Ashton Gate? No, no I'm going to Bath Racecourse. You th- do I? I know people think I look mad sometimes, and but I'm not going to go down there and do that, am I? <laughs> Not when I? you can just go around the when corner. When I can to go to Bath, Bath. why would I drive all that? Oh, come oh, on, okay. you're not even thinking. You're looking at the logistics. I was looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what were you looking at, Joe? Well, would you go to Ashton Gate if for a vaccination? If you had to, why? Why would I? No, if you had to, you would, wouldn't you? Yes, I want the vaccination. Yes, and I'm not going to make a huge meal of it, <laughs> like someone. <laughs> I'm sure I feel terrible. Anyway, we'll wait until you've had it. No, yeah, in my yeah. luck, I yeah. won't get it. Yeah, let's see how you go go next Monday. I won't get it in time. I'll catch COVID before then. We'll oh, do don't it. say that. <laughs> That's such yeah. a pessimistic view. <laughs> well, I got probably got a year left. What of life? Yeah. Well, it's just going well, really deep. <laughs> well, my dad died when he was fifty nine, oh, and I'm fifty eight this weekend. So I got one more year after this. Happy birthday for this weekend! Thank you very much. Yeah, fifty eight. Can you believe that? I can't. Well, you yeah. can, but you can if you look at me. I'm looking that old now. But um, oh, good. I don't. Where's it gone? Where's that time gone? Absolutely frightening. Brilliant in a way. Like when when our boy boy was born, and then the girls were born, the twins, and then our youngest. But oh my god, be pretty soon where they'll all have their own kids. Our Hattie's having a little boy. Um, after three miscarriages, so it's absolutely fantastic. So, wow. But where's it gone? I have to say. It's uh, brilliant to still be alive, isn't it? Even in these times where there's definite threats and we might have to change how we live, find new ways to do things and particularly socialise in in modern ways um, instead of just going and meeting someone. But I think the world's going to go crazy when we're allowed to go down to public. Yeah. End, don't you? That is the biggest, the biggest worry, shindig ever. Well, that's what I'm last time, remember? Oh, God, no, I can't remember that. <laughs> How many grandchildren have you got now? What's that? You got six. <laughs> I, wonder, I thought you were doing a big high five there. I know, I was going to give you a clue. You're on camera six, as well. Seven with another one. Six. And, and, a, and uh, another one on the way. And another one on the way. And a... Uh, step grandchild. Step grandchild as well. So that'll be eight altogether. How much? Oh, sorry, Steve. I was going to say that must be getting expensive at Christmas yeah it's getting very um, <laughs> very uh, what's the word when they all get together hopefully which won't be yeah well they haven't we haven't time. had that yet because of Covid obviously um, but that's going to be fun yeah they're around three and four which is brilliant you know chatting away the zoom calls are excellent hello how are you and we get phoned all the time don't yeah. we by Luna two or three times a day which is nice <laughs> yeah Luna where's, said where's Grandpa? Yeah, where's Grandpa? she calls me calls, ba. Yeah, well, I don't know why ba. she calls me Ba it's better than a lot of people call you I guess yeah they can uh, call uh, me whatever they want we went we we came and filmed a podcast at your house uh, that you're kind of moving on from but it looked like the perfect house for Christmas how many Christmas good Christmases did you have there? Two. One. Two. One. One. Don't forget. One was the first one. Last year was an absolute damp squid. We thought we were going to be able to have people and then we couldn't. It got to the Wednesday. 
good old Boris. Yes, you can have Christmas. Of course, we're not going to shut it down. And then two days later, boom. Yeah, we didn't, ruined. Have, we didn't have Christmas, did we? On our own. At home in Bath. No, we, we didn't. On our own, that's what I'm us. saying. But we've had two Christmases before that. I only count the one. <laughs> I was ill for the other one, wasn't I? <laughs> Kim Chris, wasn't. Christmas no, morning, I, I was you. ill. I mean, that ain't Christmas if you're ill, is it? Well, it probably is for Kim. Yeah. Oh, Joe. Sorry. Bore off, Joe. <laughs> so I know you've wanted to say that for a long time, Steve. I I didn't say it. Yeah. No, I did. I said he's, it just, for you. he's just rocking back and forth. <laughs> yeah. somehow, <laughs> somehow we've got you a rocket. Yeah, <laughs> Val Dunican, isn't it? Come on, Val. Um, you don't know who he is. I've heard the name. Did he used to sit down? He when used he to sang? sit down and sing. Yeah. 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 Um, a great array of jumpers. I know that from a football article I read once when they were bringing in all seater stadiums. He said you can't sit down and sing unless you're Val Dunican. Yeah. And about how the atmosphere at football grounds has changed. God, you are. He's well read, isn't he? Mm. Well done, Steve. Thanks. Um, <laughs> have you, you written a book? <laughs> I did write a book. Oh, yeah, yeah. With Nick Tanner. Top man, Nick. Good story. Great title as well. He came up with that. What was that? From a field to Anfield. From a field to Anfield. Well, from a field to Anfield. That's the yeah. kind of pun. I love puns like oh. that. Yeah. Mangot's field, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the field. Yeah. Who yeah. spotted him? Um. Oh, Larry Lloyd. That's out of order. Uncle Harold, wasn't it? Was it Harold? He brought him into the um, Harold Jarman. Yeah, he wanted a load of. Um, non-league player Sir didn't he? Harold Jarman in mind yeah exactly he went down to Ashton Gate for his vaccine did he yeah I'm not speaking to him ever again Harold I don't think he's that dare you. <laughs> <laughs> cheers sorry Joe sorry Steve we keep interrupting your sorry. structure of questions <laughs> well there's no structure I mean I just think Ooh, can I just ask something about a book because <laughs> you talked about writing Nick Tanner's book yeah. Steve would you ever write Ian and Kim's book oh yeah that's a different. That's a different look at it, isn't it? A yeah. joint biography. Yeah. Wow. The real boss. Well, we've said this before, haven't we? I think when we came around yours, that so much focus is on, is on not just you, but is on anyone, whether they're a football manager or a player. But mm. the, the kind of life that you have as their wife is is never really discussed. But it's obviously a lot of sacrifice and moving, which we obviously covered last time. Forty yeah. odd houses, but yeah, it's, it's got to be a partnership, isn't it? Yeah, basically, if I say no, that's it, isn't it? Yeah, basically. If I said, no, I'm not doing that, then you wouldn't just go off and do it with you on your own. No. no. It's got to be a joint decision. Yeah, I just feel a bit like I watched Harry the other night and then Megan was telling him. Just, anyway, it's just like that, really. If, you fi- <laughs> if you're lucky enough to find the right person to be with, then somewhere along the line you do what she says. <laughs> I mean, you jo- you do joke about it, but you have kind of referenced decisions you've made of kind of are based on kind of wanting to make sure you're having the best life for both of you. Obviously, you kind of you yeah, all you, joking apart. You we try and follow the work, and that's what you know. I mean, how many people have to move? You know, football supporters don't ever have to change allegiances, do they? But as a football player and a manager, you have to because you will not survive, will you? So. That's the difficult thing, um, and that can it never really ever goes well, does it? Because as we've said earlier on, at the end of a football manager's time at the club, it finishes. Whoever you are, you know, maybe you could argue that Sir Alec Ferguson didn't finish on a bad note. He chose not to do it anymore, but they've struggled ever since yeah. him so whoever's taken over has is, is ended horribly hasn't it even Arsene Wenger towards the end towards the end yeah. so you know not many end up being a successful sort of divorce but you know in life you, what you look for is to to share things and, and want the same things and and I nearly lost that with Kim's cancer and her getting engaged to someone else. Uh, but I managed to get that back. And I'm grateful for every everything that we've ever done. And would I change 
things probably not because you have to stand up and be counted you know um but i thank her for letting me go where i wanted to go or we needed to go to try and make the best of what we felt was right it hasn't always worked out sometimes i should have never moved or i should have stayed or whatever but you don't know that at a time and you're not benefit of captain hindsight are you no you know if we were it would hang on i could weigh that up no i'm not you know it's not life isn't back to the future is it and that gets really complicated that movie because there's loads of them now and i don't know ever where they are so but we have now got to a stage where we want to be able to do what we feel is right for us that ties in perfectly with what i was going to ask you before we were talking about books and things which is are you looking for another job in football but i'm not going to ask you because it's kim's question really kim is ian going to manage again um no i think basically i've had enough of it um we had a little adventure to grimsby didn't we even then we thought shall we do it or not and then we thought well let's have a go you wanted to maybe have one last go at it um and the minute you decide to do something you know it's only a matter of time that it's going to end so you just try and enjoy the ride in between but there was always a point where we were going to come home and then maybe do other stuff um we've committed a lot of time and energy into football especially you Ian isn't it 40 years is it yeah it's 40 years now so um, it's time now for the rest of our lives to do something that we want to do and not be hoven to a football club and the and basically the fans that support that club because it is a 24 hour a day job isn't it being a football manager wherever you go whatever you do it's all about the club yeah and you have to have the right marriage with whoever owns it because really, <clears throat> that's the issue. I wanted to try and be part of that. Never worked because we were never solid. I thought we'd be solid with John Fenty been there for 19, nearly 20 years. And the fa- he wasn't popular when I first went. And I thought I could change all of that around. In the end, we were. he was forced into feeling that he had to sell it, you know, so just to kind of skirt around Grimsby so we don't go yeah. too deep what are you going to go over to Louth and then back out and then maybe up to Scumfort and around is that what you mean by skirt around or just no just trying uh, to avoid the subject figuratively speaking yeah um, and this is kind of a question for both of you uh, have you ever turned down jobs because it wasn't right for you as a family yes yeah, yeah. I know the answer to this which one it's uh, Burnley because they didn't have a decent deaf school in the area. Yeah, I'm already planning the book, and the TV <laughs> series, yeah. the film, everything. <clears throat> Done my research on that one. That's yeah. a little bit unfair. We 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 got into the final two for, and we pulled out of the final two. Right, because I didn't feel, and we didn't feel it would be right for our children to go there with their disability. Yeah, and there was another club as well. There was another one I didn't want to talk to. We decided that no, it wasn't the right time to move. And there was another one who who was that? I mean, now's the time to to name him, <laughs> right? We'll cut it out if you don't want to no, listen to the edit, and we'll cut it out after. We'll beat there was it. there was a couple of pretty good clubs, both starting with the same letter. I'm not going to oh, talk about starting with W. Yeah, both <laughs> yes. with W. Yeah. What's the second letter, Kim? <laughs> <laughs> No, but it, it, at the time, life's about the time. Yeah. And I haven't always got this right, but the, I, I, I end up, if I feel things and I suddenly change from what I was feeling, and I, and I, that's it, you know, because football is, you have to live it, you have to breathe it, you have to do it, and you have to totally submerge yourself in it to get the goodness out of it. And I never, I'm not a political manager what I mean by that you do, I don't work out where I might be going beforehand I think that's absolutely disgusting you know certain clubs and certain people will go hang on I'm going to get that job and uh, they get interviewed before it while they've still got a manager behind his back I, I think that's absolutely despicable so you know there was a couple of things that and life's about a choice isn't it and you know when you look at it it's been a total privilege to have any club to even for a day that's the gospel truth you know because it is an honor and a privilege to be in charge of something 
that means so much to everybody and that's why the emotions that you get um, from the game of football is what makes it special and that's something that I don't ever want to change for anybody the reasons that you support your club um, are totally unique to you and it's totally special so and that's what I've always believed in you know and and money is changing that really you know if you look at players and you look how much they're going for you look how much they're getting paid and you look how far they are away from things now you know it, it's it's become more and more of a business which I don't feel is is doing the game any favors you know particularly now when the game needs to be watched supported by a live audience not it's just boring without it you know so you know, the quicker we get out of this and the grounds can open up again the better because it's a marvellous marvellous to be part of something and um, that's something that I'll never ever ever lose you know and sometimes you have a dream about when it went wrong other times you'll remember the good side of things that you were part of and the people that made it happen so you know as I say we've had a marvellous experience good and bad and without that you wouldn't know what the other one is would you without it going wrong you wouldn't know how good it is at that period so you know we can't possibly complain what I need to do now is make sure that the most important thing of all that we've all got most valuable bit of your life is time and at this moment in time we know that we haven't been allowed to spend that with the people we love the most because of a virus you know so we might have to find new ways of doing it we're in a very fortunate situation where I can say actually no I don't want to have to do that no, I'm not and if that's upset someone if that's really upset someone well last Saturday you said to me oh isn't it a really lovely day thank god I haven't got to go and do a football match yeah. and that's the first time instead I've of you saying that, yeah. oh god I'd be like going to the game now whatever well do you know what we did it was a beautiful day so we had the metal detecting <laughs> machines out and we were up <laughs> found an absolute bunch of crap <laughs> one lump of lead that one even old lead about three tin cans and um but had a lovely I then time. sat back down had a listen to me phone with a bit of talk sport on it and I thought well the football's going on and and you had a massive pat lunch. Madis, oh, a pat that lunch. That you chewed Beautiful. your way through, didn't you? you and a, cider. You had a pat lunch. All I could see was you <laughs> head down, arse up, miles away. Yeah, there you go. The grand cider as well. Some yeah. people might say that's the best result you've had on a Saturday for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Some no, might say, yeah. not me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, wasn't it? Do you not miss the the bars? I know when a lot of people retire, they say they miss being in a team and then you were able to replicate that or the closest thing to it by being in charge of a team. When you're out of the game, do you miss elements of it, like going into a training ground and things like that? Have you got to remember, I, I was trying to run a football club in the middle of COVID, right, with all the restrictions, with the smallest dressing rooms and the smallest training ground I've ever had. A pitch and three quarters, that's all we had. And that gets regularly waterlogged and the areas that we 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 could couldn't even have a shower it does take the shine off of what you're doing when you can't build a team yeah. how can you build a team when you can't talk to the team together right yet you can still you're still supposed to be able allowed to play the game as it as a contact sport as it is doesn't make sense you know so i that's what made it almost impossible you know and it's not excuses it's fact you know your spirit is what the skill of your players and the will of your players and you get a collective will that can outweigh skill over and over again if you get that right and the bonding right how can you bond when you've lost like 20 uh, 11 of 22 players how can you bond the new ones in you know so it's tough and I get it you know and I get the new schedule is tough for any manager 
at this minute. So this season is an absolute wing and a prayer for everybody. A win and a prayer for everybody. And if your club gets through it, then great. If your club comes through it shining colours, great. I would call you very fortunate and lucky. 58, which you are on the weekend, yeah. is relatively still quite young as a manager. Some might say, if you look at your Mick McCarthy's and Neil Warnock's, who are 76 and 92, respectively. Roy Hodgson's 104. Yeah. So, looking at... Do you kind of still think, do you know what? I mean, I don't, and, and Kim's giving me daggers here. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what? They're still doing it at that level. Is there not an element of you that goes, oh, I know I still got it? It was a selfish thing, and of course it's a selfish thing, but, I, you know, a thousand games. I wanted to actually do a thousand games, but I want to do a thousand good games, and that's impossible, yeah. isn't it? You know, you, it's important to to understand why you're doing it, and the number is irrelevant, you know? That would have taken me into a little niche of people. Well, the time of the ego is gone for me. It's all about trying to do what's right for me. And the time that I've got left in my life right now, for the people that matters, COVID's bringing it all into focus because there's a huge threat, a different threat, that we haven't got anything that we fundamentally know is able to help us all yet, providing, you know, because we haven't had long enough to see if these vaccinations work yet. But so we're all guinea pigs, really. So right now, I want to make sure I'm doing what's right for Kim and I and our family. And sometimes it might not be what you thought it was. Yeah, you know. And that's the challenge. Football fans don't don't know that. They don't see that. They just think what's right for their club. And it's not always what's right for you, Steve. I've got a question. How many games was Ian on as a football manager? Do we include player, just manager? I think. I've been managing. I'm on about. I wanted to get to a thousand games. I think nine hundred and something, eh? Eighty summer. Nine hundred eighty something. <laughs> <laughs> nice, good knowledge, Steve. Yeah, that's no, it is. It's nine hundred eighty something, but nine hundred eighty-four actually. Is it? Don't know. <laughs> But if you're saying 980 something, I've no, I think it's 983. But you know, at the end of the day, it's about. Are you including friendlies? No, 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 no. It was league matches. I got. I don't cup games. You could have taken another of that, could you? Another like twenty. Including cup games. Don't know if it is. League cup. I think it's just league matches. Playoffs. I think it's just league matches. <laughs> what part don't you get? <laughs> Joe, just for you, mate, I think it's just league matches. Yeah, I mean, what what, what do you think um, drives someone like Neil Warnock to so just keep on going? Well, he's retired more times than anybody I've ever known. He's actually said it on radio, he said it on telly, and then he comes back, you know, which is brilliant for him. But, you know, that's what Neil wants to do. Yeah. Um, what, does I, his, what I want to do might be very, very different to that. Does his wife still live in Cornwall? That's a, that's Cali some commute for him, isn't it, on his Cali bike? Cali isn't it? Hmm. You'd, hate, you'd hate that as well, wouldn't you, all that driving around? I think he can fly up to Middlesbrough. <laughs> no, I think the last time I spoke to him, yeah, um, I, think, I think he can actually fly up and fly back, which is brilliant for him. But You know, listen, it, it, i got the utmost admiration. Mick McCarthy's just come back into it doing a brilliant job at, at Cardiff you know and, and he only took it from whenever he got it a few weeks ago to the end of the season which is great he's just got his thousand done his thousand games as a as a manager not I don't think his international ones counted but you know so it's about doing it for the right reason and doing it for the people that really matter and you know do I want to have another adventure drag Kim here and, and do not at the moment yeah but we no. can have adventures can't, can't we without having to travel all yeah. around the world yeah yeah I, I think life's about commitment and you have to really really every one of us am I committed to that do I want to do that am I going to do what it takes and and sometimes it only takes one th wrong person to say the wrong thing to me and that's me finished with them sorry 
I can't change who I am. And sometimes you won't ever know who that was, who, who said what, but if it goes the wrong way, I'm out of there. I'm gone. How's it going? He's gone. You can't say it, yeah. He's gone. We watched this bloke on YouTube, he's brilliant. <laughs> and he swears when he goes, I'm gone. <laughs> You love all that, don't you? You can't send an email, but you... <laughs> no, I keep YouTube. watching YouTube, and it's brilliant. We watch West Country on. Clegger. Have you ever seen him, West Country Clegg? You don't, Different you, you told us to about him before. Remote, do you at all? No, I don't want to do the remotes. No. How do you turn over? He gets me to do it. I oh, do okay. that. From my chair. <laughs> all right, then I do that. <laughs> that. <laughs> Control Central. Why press a thing if you get your wife to do it? What's wrong there? I can remember, before remotes were a thing on TVs... Um, I used to have a snooker cue to turn over. That's how lazy I was. I literally... How old are you? How old am I? <laughs> Younger than I I mean, <clears throat> I didn't have a, like, you know, when I had a TV in my room, it wasn't with a remote. Yeah. I mean, I'm... I used to have to turn the telly over and I used to have to but put I, the 50p's in. And I'd turn chalk it. it. I'd chalk the cue before i turn over just to make sure it didn't, <laughs> it didn't slide didn't off. Slip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. bad. I was bloody good at it yeah, as well. Yeah, God, yeah. You had to actually go and go like that, didn't you? I used to have to Not if you had a snooker cue. No. I never thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you couldn't put 50 pence in with that, could you? And then twist it. You had to get up then. Why would I put 50p in the telly? Well, we had to. Radio Rentals TV, the first one we had. And we had to rent it and they used to come was and take the money out of the box. Was it 50p then? I think it was 50p, yeah. Tuppence tape penny. me. Half a crown. <laughs> <laughs> it was a penny. Yeah, all right. Old penny. 58, you said I was this weekend. Well, you said that you were. That's no, what I did say I was, yeah. Yeah. Didn't see how old I looked, didn't I? No, it's not for me to judge. I think. Oh yeah, but what about you at B and Q then? Yeah, as long as it wasn't Tesco, bitch and the zoo, and the zoo, yeah. They said, "Did he want the old age pension?" Like if I discount? can, if you come back tomorrow, you can get the discount for the old. I said, "Sorry, I'm not 65 <laughs> at all, you stupid wench." <laughs> but do you know what I think? When... It's that funny, isn't it? <laughs> when. <laughs> They thought I was your carer. <laughs> <laughs> didn't they? I'll tell you what. They went, we don't want to hurt his feelings, but to zoom in. I went, uh, I don't want to hurt his feelings, <laughs> but. Hello, I'm here, I can hear you. And why would I want to drive all the way home and come back again tomorrow to get what well, I'm just yeah. going to buy? And it'd probably save me 20 pence. See, I'm not old enough anyway. I think, like, when I lost all my hair and I just took it all off, I was like, okay, I started looking old, but that's it now. Yeah. I look I look old and then I just won't age I think it's the same for you as well you lost all your hair you shaved it all off you look a certain age no, I've 65 got to apparently to get rid of the yeah, gel you're going to get some plastic surgery done I've got to get this gel done yeah. have you seen it you're behind a mic so I can't <laughs> well that's great can I take the mic out with me and <laughs> just walk around with it yeah. yeah walk around with the mic yeah hello just in case I think of anything I can say but it's not it's just to hide the gel <laughs> you wouldn't have plastic surgery would you Tubbs and Jowly no. Wow. Do you watch, have you ever watched? <laughs> Jesus Christ! The, we're a new crime duo. duo. Yeah. Tubbs and Jowly. After we've like piled on the well, me's piled on the way. God. I'm Tubbs and he's Jowly. He, uh, he pointed to you when he said it. I know. Was incredibly brave. Tubbs. Have you ever watched Botched? No. no it's too oh. scary. What's that? Oh, unbelievable! It's on E, but it's also on ITVB, and it's basically these two American plastic surgeons, um, Doctor Nassif and Doctor Dubrow. One specialises in like faces and one specialises in breasts and between the two of them they got this programme people come in but it's where things have gone wrong and they put them right so oh. they got breasts oh on their faces God. and faces on <laughs> their breasts oh that would be a serious mistake wouldn't it oi tip face <laughs> it's incredible but ITVB they don't show nipples which means it loses the whole point oh because yeah. a lot of the that's time that's why you started watching I'm assuming because the nipples well, no, honestly like, this is what my wife says like, it's, it's pointless blowing it out because if you're watching that for a sexual kick you're in the wrong place because it's basically <laughs> deformed were you? you weren't no. no no I wasn't okay, no, good. no. Yeah. just to clarify so yeah before before you consider having plastic surgery yeah. watch an episode of Botched also Mate, do I really want plastic surgery is my mm. ego that big or does my wife want me to not get a huge massive jowl no I want you to get a huge massive jowl so that if you have any more skin cancer scares you can use that yeah. On the rest yeah, of your Well, head. that's what I told you I was you growing have, it for. You have like skin grafts. And then if it don't work, I can take it off and make my own golf bag out of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Human you don't skin play, golf you bag. You don't play golf anymore. No, but somebody will want to buy my skin golf bag <laughs> off me. 
How many golf bags do you think you'll make? <laughs> About four. Um, or one giant do you, one. Do you have any... Uh, so you went fishing the other day. Like, now you're not Can we call that fishing? Was that really fishing? All right. I, I went freezing. You went sat next to a lake and yeah. just chatted. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, we threw some stuff in. Like, yeah. Jim, Jim got it where he wanted and I didn't. But other than that... and He not, takes it seriously, doesn't he, Jimmy? Oh, yeah, he takes everything seriously. Brilliant. Isn't he? But where were the fish? We just didn't know. No, was it wasn't. It wasn't actually a fishing lake. It was just a lake. <laughs> there was, it was no a fish puddle. Fish. Yeah, <laughs> you took me to a puddle. Yeah, all the others that have been done, there was a, there was lots of fishing going on. But I think they were worried that what it would look like you catching a fish, and because of the history in Grimsby. Oh, here you go. <laughs> Did you know you're getting, yeah. really, you're getting really boring now, Joe? Look, look at you. Yeah, especially if you started clubbing it. Yeah, clubbing exactly. It to death once you'd landed or it. If it was, no one you clubs look, a, you started pissing on it. You don't. You put them back, look. Yeah. What's the matter with you? Well, you didn't put any back. You didn't catch. All right, stop back. carping on about that. <laughs> um, Kim, earlier you said that you could still have adventures without it needing to be football-based yeah. adventures. Yeah. When hopefully restrictions are lifted in June. Are you, are you gonna go out in the camper van and is that the sort of adventures yeah. now where you Ian doesn't have to worry about pre-season or anything like that that's the first thing we're gonna do isn't it we said this the other day is as soon as we can all go out we're getting in our camper van and we're we're off we're off we're gone we're gone don't know, don't know where but we're off don't say where yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's probably for the best well, think we about shall... where we might be able to go yeah yeah, yeah. it's limited limited <laughs> <laughs> but no because they're encouraging not to travel too far I think oh, that's what right, I mean right okay well we, we could just be down the road then in the field somewhere don't mention them no <laughs> that's what we're going to be doing yeah so yeah, what are you going to do then once the, it's lifted what have a holiday I'm, I'm worried about real life I think I've only really spoken to my wife and kids for the last few months I, I dropped my daughter off at school today and it was bizarre having to talk to grown ups I was sort of baffled by it mm. so first I'm going to reintegrate myself to society before I think about holidays yeah we had a day out in um, Morrison's didn't we the other day didn't we what do you mean a day out in Morrison's <laughs> we were allowed to go shopping because we run out yeah, of food but we also got a takeaway it's hardly we? a day out but it felt like it didn't it yeah we had a coffee they were doing... and a takeaway bacon roll yeah so we went back and then we sat in our camper and ate it and, and it was like, sat Ooh. in our camper and like put See, the table those things out. are exciting aren't they it, yeah we I went to the, the house. I went to the dentist the other week. I needed to have surgery. It was really okay. emergency appointment. He's drilling away. End up going away with antibiotics. Best thing I've done for weeks. <laughs> I got out. I spoke to people, different faces. It was honestly wonderful yeah. day. Yeah. It is weird, isn't it? So talking about football again, briefly. Again, boring. Go on. <laughs> oh, City and Rovers have both got new managers. Um, your new mate, Jerry Barton, yep. tweet, tweeting you back nicest thing anyone said to you on Twitter for a long time <laughs> you're just loving it aren't you not at all yeah, I, don't, I don't think social media you imagine how bad it would be if there wasn't a limit to what people how many words they could use it'd be brilliant wouldn't it be I mean better. they're pretty concise with what they're saying good. to be fair good well done to them yeah. hope they don't hurt their fingers when they're typing bothered <laughs> no I'm really bothered honestly God, I just I, I swear last couple of months there was about 30 seconds where I thought about what are they saying about me today and that, that that is the challenge you could say anything and you'd get absolutely hammered for it to be fair nothing matters does it no none of that matters you have to deal with who you are yourself deal with what you're doing and deal why and as long as you know look at Piers Morgan right? yeah, as long as fair you play to him you. whatever he said do I agree with him no but he thinks he's right and he thinks he's happy to say it so off he goes you know you just got to deal with whatever you're dealing with and you only no one knows unless they walk a mile in your shoes so get on with it right and that's what I'm going to do I unfortunately in my life as a in my profession you have a shelf life I've lasted nearly 20 years I might have gone off. Who knows? I don't really care. That was fantastic while it was happening. I can't wait to look at something else that I might do now. And the more knowledge you get in it, it don't always help you. 
Do you know what I mean? The, the, the more plastic surgeries you do, the better you're supposed to get. These botchers, I'm sure they'll get even, Steve's not doing even that. worse. I mean, he looks like he's thinking on. about doing it. They're, just to clarify before their lawyers get in touch. They're the, the ones who the, sort it out. Yeah, they're not the botchers. <laughs> no, no. They're repairing the botchery. Yeah, so who did the botchery? <laughs> oh, it's, it's usually... Um, Some bloke Just be who's, careful where we're going with this. Well, on the episodes I've seen, it's usually someone goes to Mexico or somewhere similar. So we're blaming the Mexicans then? Not all of them, just this, like these, these specific doctors. And they do it on the cheap. They do it on the cheap. So They do it on the cheap. Yeah, it's always the cheap. Mm. Yeah. And then they got to pay a lot more to get these people to put it right. Yeah. So why don't they just pay the right amount of money in the first place? Well. Well. Everyone's Wouldn't be a TV a bargain, show, would there? Everyone's after a bargain. Yeah. So, <laughs> bargain boobs. By asking about, uh, <laughs> there you go. That's your next career. That's your next career. Yeah. Anyway, Jerry Barton. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't mentioned anything about. It. Yeah, I'm. I was devastated in a way. You, oh, because we, no, no, because of because of Bristol Rovers getting a manager who had experience their last one Paul Tisdale and then giving him less than 12 weeks um, I thought that was terrible um, but since they gave it to Joey I didn't think of anyone of his stature would actually want it so good luck with him just give him time that's what I'm saying welcome to the gas it's a very unique place um, been fantastic in my life although they sacked me and they all shouted you don't know what you're doing <laughs> So, uh, no. Yeah, and only half of them hate you. Yeah, and only half of them, do they? Yeah. Only half of them hate me. Oh, that's good. Um, no, but seriously, it's um, it's going to be tough, but I believe he can do it. I really like him. Um, been fortunate enough to meet him. And um, very, very... I wish him all the very, very best, because he's a articulate young fella. He's a similar age to when you started as well, isn't he? Yeah. As a manager, how old yeah. are you now? Thirty-eight. How old are you when you took the Rovers job? Thirty-seven. No, thirty-three. Oh, that's quite a jump. Thirty-three, and I lasted until I was thirty-seven. So yeah, young mm. manager. So maybe history could repeat itself. He, if he has any of the success that you did, he'd be doing pretty well, wouldn't he? Um, I hope he has more success than I had in the end, because it always twisted on its head didn't it we lost our strikers which isn't a good thing to do but there you go I've said it recently that City and Rovers got to stop somehow find a way to keep their best players all the time and keep adding and building and keep building um, for us to get this area on the map it's not on the map It's di you say that though but it is difficult because football clubs at any level I mean, even Man United aren't going to always keep hold of their best players. They lost Ronaldo to Real Madrid. So it's not always going to be as easy to keep hold of your best players. Well, they it? just brought a 34, 35-year-old playing him good money, didn't they, Cavani? So our local clubs wouldn't do that. We're trying to get the young one to work in and then sell him on, aren't we? That's, you know, We had Andy Cole at Bristol City, for Christ's sake, and they let him go, you know? Bobby Reed, they let him go. You know, they have Webster, they let him go. And some of the deals are great, but in the end, you you have to get there. I believe they were on the right lines, and they got rid of uh, Lee Johnson. And I, for me, that's I thought that was a mistake. But you know, who am I? Good luck to them. Um, I think they've landed two good managers. Um, and I, my plea to everybody is to. Stay patient, keep working, and stick together. You know, and hopefully we'll get that out of COVID when we're allowed back. Because it's not the same, is it? You know, it's not the same going into a ground without having your supporters there. There's not the same tension in the game if it goes wrong. It lifts you. It it challenges you. It makes you. It's it's a, a joke. Honestly, it really is a joke at the minute when you look at it, and you're getting some freak things. So you know, hopefully. The run-ins, they'll end up getting out of it what we want and then build. But my shout to each respective board members is stick with it. Commit to who you got. Find your way of doing it and commit to it and keep building. 
it's what you need to do when fans are allowed back in do you think you'll start going to games as a fan get that buzz I I, I can't do the Rovers thing it, that wouldn't you know the, the only one I would want to watch would probably be them um, but I, I can't really do that why not because if I'm stood there and oh Holloway's here oh you you know and then I might get stick either way it's like ridiculous isn't it you know you could get the old disguise out from Blackpool yeah you'd also yeah. I frightened my granddaughter when I put that on this morning this you'd also get um... <laughs> she said who did she say I look like oh Harry Potter Harry Potter yeah <laughs> <laughs> but you get old age pensioners discount as well season ticket potentially yeah I could actually buy a retirement property now. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> Handy. Oh, I don't think our dogs would go down too well, though. No. But is that a, is that a genuine, genuinely holding you back from going to watch a game? Is that not frustrating that you can't just go and watch a game of football as a fan? It is a bit, yeah. But don't you think that as well? You just wouldn't be able to contain yourself, would you? What do you mean? Well, don't you mean contain myself <laughs> I'd be jumping over the barrier wanting to hit the ref or the I've had enough of that no, to mean, sink a battleship because you've had such a like hands on experience generally <laughs> to, to stand there and just watch it stand behind the dugout and just say Joey yeah, oh, do you know what yeah. it might be worth putting two up yeah. front and you'd be going what the is he doing what did you do that for because that's what you do at home isn't it you, you sit there like, watching I games can't help and it. then I go what the hell are you doing that for oh yeah that was brilliant or whatever. that's what football fans do isn't it yeah one of my best experiences was getting taken up to Liverpool to watch them play Porto. Was it two years ago now? Yeah, that's been. And actually go in the and sit down and that's with all the Liverpool fans. Wasn't it, yeah, really? it was. Yeah, of going as a fan. I went. The painter and decorator took me up as a a thank you. Like, oh, Lee, brilliant, fantastic, Lee Marchant, me mate, brilliant. I never ate so much in my life. <laughs> Couldn't eat for two days. I, after, eat for, I didn't you? have to eat for two days. I mean, you know the whole thing. Had a massive breakfast on the way up. <laughs> then we stopped and went in a pub and had something to eat and something to drink. And then we went round the Liverpool, um, what's it called, museum, looking at the paintings and God knows what, because you knew I liked that. And then bang into the Wagamamas for another meal. Then into <laughs> the game. Do you think people have found this interesting? <laughs> then a beer. Uh, it was absolutely brilliant. And then a foot long. Uh, yeah, foot long at the end. <laughs> yeah, with rice and chips and gravy. It was unbelievable. And then for three days after, I didn't eat. But you just moaned about stomachache. <laughs> the feeling going into that ground, the feeling at halftime, I've never had that. It was like unbelievable because yeah. I turn up on a coach, go in, get shouted at normally, and then the result is over, and then you get on the coach and you go. So you don't, it's, it's the experience. It's the whole day. It's the outing, isn't it? And how yeah. can you... How can you get that? You know, you can't get that anywhere else, can you, without well, going? Well, when you saw last year, say, Fulham beat Brentford in the player final, I know Fulham have been in the Premier League a lot, so for them winning that player final, it's not as significant as, say, when Blackpool did it. Mm. But could you imagine you won that Blackpool final, and instead of that kind of like, you know, sort of horseshoe of orange shirts, mm. there's no one there. Now, obviously the achievement's the same but as an experience it wouldn't be anywhere near it no, would it it's not, that's, that's the whole point that is the main thing is the experience isn't it and um, that's, that is it isn't it it is it it's the atmosphere in the stadium and, and just seeing your colours mm. half the way round and it's, it is amazing it is absolutely amazing you know and for two out of three years I was in that final you know, I got relegated the year in between that, but I, for two out of the three years, I was in that final, the biggest game, and I won one of them and lost the other one to West Ham. But oh my God, what! A... So I got to be grateful. In my head, I am totally grateful. I remember those things. I feel those things. I can still see them now. You know, and and I know what it meant to the people at the time. You know, the sea of, of Palace, it was, God, what? You know, absolutely remarkable. Kim, did you ever sit in with fans, home fans, or were you kind of always... Um, when when Blackpool were in the Premier, I used to go in with the fans and watch the game. 
most of the time. Um, <laughs> whatever the score was, winning or losing, it was just fantastic. The, yeah. the singing and the, wasn't it, was it yeah. away at Arsenal and we went down, was this it is four the best nil or something? Six. Six nil. But that must have been a good experience for you though, yeah, kind of was, obviously yeah, seeing Ian doing so well yeah. in, the, in the Premier League and kind of being part of that journey with the fans as well. Yeah. I didn't do too well that day, did I? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it was just, well, it's just incredible experiences. Um, the nerves and being on the brink of doing something like taking a club up to the Premiership was, I don't know how I did it after the time because I was like near to fainting most of the time. You were really ill at Ipswich and we lost 3-0. Oh. God, you were so ill, weren't you? Yeah, I think it I had a tension. panic attack or something. <laughs> So do you think you kind of those moments you might feel more than Ian? Well, I think so because Ian always I say to him, "How how the hell can you sit there and and go through it all?" And you say, "Because I can do something about it." I got to concentrate and see what's yeah. happening. Whereas yeah. I'm just sat there watching it all sort of pan out and just got everything crossed. Toes um, as and well. also is the aftermath of what that means to us mm. that that result. That's the sad thing, and she'll tell you this. The difference between a, a winning result and a defeat, what I am, who I am, after that is she's got to put up with. Mm. Am I going to have a good weekend or not? Is he going to be just gretching around the place and moaning? Or and like I promise you, I, I wouldn't become the result. You know, but that's so difficult, isn't it? Are you going to start getting like grumpy when your metal detecting goes wrong? Now, then, is that I what replaces the? I'm totally course. grumpy. I go and sit down. I take a chair and, you know. <laughs> you, last time you I promised cider, me, didn't you? I had you? a cider in, in me thing. It looked, it looked like it was water. Well, no, you promised me that you weren't going to moan last time. And you didn't, did you? I didn't moan at all. Just huffed off. Sat down. Huffed off under a hedge. It's one one thing I've always wondered, just moving on from metal detecting. Because <laughs> um, I know, that I think that's a show on its own, metal detecting. I don't want <laughs> to brush over it. Um one thing I've always wondered is kind of going into now like Steve and I have kind of played football manager and we've done the press conferences in our heads where you're kind of talking to yourself but going straight into a press conference after a game winning or losing that must be quite challenging do you kind of preempt what you're going to say and kind of almost script it for yourself um well you can more or less guess what the questions are going to be um and uh you got to work out your tactics that you're going to make sure you try and keep your, your team, whatever's happened, you keep your team intact and don't blame them, you know? And sometimes you can get it wrong. You know, like poor old Steve Bruce the other day when he, he didn't, you know, he almost blamed one person for not getting his tactics on there, you know, and then it all blew up for him, which is un unlike Steve. Just shows the pressure he must be under. But you, you, you do know how you feel about it and sometimes it is you could do with another breather and like yeah. another hour but you, you just gotta the older you get the more you've done the, the easier that is to be honest because um, some managers do do that they'll kind of Chris Wilder's kind of done it a couple of times before where kind of he'll happily well I don't know if the term's right but throw a player under the bus almost and kind of make them accountable whereas a lot of managers kind of go yeah, look, that's on me. I picked the team. Which which way did you kind of go? I, I don't. I don't. I think you can. T I could tell who's under pressure by watching their interviews most of the time. They talk a little bit quicker. They talk faster. They don't look so healthy, you know. Um, I think that's. You you just learn what your players need, and you try and protect them. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's the. Is that's that, the key is that what you do then you always protect the player regardless yeah and in private I might then hammer them yeah. you know I've stuck up for you there any chance of you do you know what I mean And but I am an intense person I am an emotional person and I think that is my biggest strength but it also becomes my weakness hence someone says the wrong thing that's me I'm not working with you anymore get lost yeah. I'm out of there and you know at the end of the day Kim will understand because she knows me, she sees me like that, you know, and luckily for me in my time of life now, I can actually say, no, I don't want to do that now, I'm not going to. Whereas before I had to keep going. 
Kim, did you ever watch press conferences and go, that's, you know, or kind of... <laughs> well, I was normally going, like, that's it, can it? <laughs> yeah. You know, you're, like, going on for far too long. Oh, I mean, you're an absolute God. dream, aren't you? Let's face it. A dream or a nightmare? <laughs> you're well, a dream for Say what a you normally would say, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes you've got to know when to shut the up. <laughs> it's in, but it's interesting, though, because, like... <laughs> she nearly swear then, or what? Kim can say what she wants. It's her show today. <laughs> Um, but it's interesting though because when you were in the Premier League with Blackpool there was kind of lots of stuff and people loved it you said some incredible stuff but then kind of it was a slightly different you with Crystal Palace yeah the, the Crystal Palace was Crystal Palace and it's it's evolved into being able to become that big superstore instead of the little corner shop once you, you th that's what at Blackpool we were at a little corner shop all of a sudden bang we got to go and compete with Waitrose and not just Lidl's and you know what I mean Sainsbury's we were, it was like unbelievable <laughs> what, what's the matter you understand what I'm saying the, the business itself there jumped is... to have to deal like a top supermarket right that's yeah. what I'm trying to say so if you look at Palace Palace was run that way I've never had so many staff in my employment throughout my whole career if you add every single other club up together Palace had more people working under me than I had the whole rest of my career at Blackpool there was three of us that was all you know so Palace was a huge huge well run machine by an experienced fella in Steve Parrish who knew who embraced growing it and making it big. That's why it is where it is. And it's done marvellously well. So, you know, he was experienced in London running a big, huge company. So that's what he did. Where I was, it wasn't like that. Oh, the difference was enormous. And plus the fact I was winning at Blackpool. The first three quarters of that season, I was never anywhere near the bottom of the table. And it was all in this minor. So they would ask me about this and they would ask me about that. And you know about Harry Redknapp and I, I could enjoy myself you know because there was no pressure and my owner put no pressure on me at Palace I, I only lasted eight games totally different the pressure I was under there yeah so you know that that's what I'm saying if you looked at my interviews at Blackpool you could tell I was winning if you looked at my interviews at Palace I won one and drew one out of eight that wasn't good enough Who were the two clubs you turned down? Sorry, Wolves and West Ham. Wolves and West Ham. West Ham. Wow. wow. Were they in the Premier League at the time? No, they went down, and so did I. But they liked how we played. Oh, and you played them in the final. The following year, yeah. we did. Yeah, I stayed with Blackpool, and Sam got the job, didn't they? Sam, but they wanted yeah. to talk to me. They bought Nick and Maynard in, didn't they? And Put Wolves was just after they got rid of Mick McCarthy. Wasn't McCarthy, it? and I didn't want to speak to him. I actually said, if you ring up the club, don't come round the back door I might want to speak to you so Jed Moxie did got their owner to ring Carl Carl went oh do you want to speak to them I went no no and then he just said oh we'll we'll get you to get you to Arsenal we'll get you to Arsenal just so we don't go to Wolves I don't want anything to change yeah. so that's we just that you stayed didn't you yeah but crazy isn't it at West that time <laughs> you could have had a good affiliation <laughs> with that fan if you get him on site how good would that, would that have been do you know what I mean you yeah, got you'd, little... you'd have done all right there. Yeah. Because they, they had players that could play like you. Well. Yeah, they did, yeah. You get them up. Could have been you. Yeah. You could have had three promotions to the Premier League. Yeah. Big Sam took all your credit. But then in fairness, if you'd have done that, yeah, that would have meant you'd have had to have been sat by West Ham to get to Palace, wouldn't it? So. Yeah. yeah. You, could have, you could have taken West Ham to Europe, though, with that momentum. And then you would have had another set of fans that really hated you. And then you would Didn't never you? have gone to Millwall though because no. you'd done so well at West Ham. Yeah, yeah. That's you know, true. Do you know that what? You could have gone. He was my uncle. <laughs> she'd be me. But that might save your bacon then. You never if had had bollocks, she'd be my uncle. That's better. We are going to use the first version of that though. <laughs> if my auntie was my uncle, who she'd be? My uncle. <laughs> yeah, I lost the plot. If my auntie had bollocks, she'd be my uncle. Why? It's all right for you lot just jiggering around what I should have fucking done, isn't it? Jiggering around. <laughs> Too, I'm very happy with what happened actually and everybody else can just go themselves from a great height. Would you go on Cameo? What's Cameo? Yeah, cameo is. I don't even know what an email is. I ain't got So basically 
people pay you to say messages like happy birthday so like that's a disgrace by the way <laughs> talk about abuse the public any chance of like helping them and saying yeah I'll do that for happy birthday you know what I mean yeah I wish you happy birthday providing you pay me that's a disgrace who's doing that I didn't come up with the format <laughs> I'm just telling you what it is <laughs> so you wouldn't do it no I wouldn't do that what no about? I wouldn't charge no, a damn why penny for that why don't we launch them? yeah why don't we launch a platform the Ian Holloway happy birthday gift what package. free one yeah absolutely yeah. People, why not how okay. dare you charge well, there we go then for that. reach out via twitter yeah. Um, as long as it's not an abusive message, you'll happily wish someone happy birthday and send it to him. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. Okay, yeah. done. And people will do it to get back at other people, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> what, just so I piss them off? Is that what yeah. you Yeah. <laughs> I love how that king's train of thought is. A birthday message from Ian yeah, is seen as some vindictive yeah. message. Yeah. Can you imagine? Ah, uh, that'll teach you. Yeah, all those, those enraged football supporters you know what? that are getting happy you birthdays. You love it, don't you? you? You love it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> she is sadistic. She's twisted. Yeah, I have to be, don't I, really? That's the witch in her coming out. <laughs> so, on that note. <laughs> this has been lovely. Yeah. Good to see you both. Yeah, I've enjoyed every. It's good to get family. out. Isn't it, eh? Should we let well, Kim kind of you intro to the piece? Do you want to outro the piece? Outro. Yeah, it's the opposite to intro, love. Outro. Yeah, just wind That's it up. Say word. thanks ever so much. Enjoyed that. I didn't enjoy it. Whatever. Come on, get with it. Oh, I don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. Ian's finally stopped talking. So that's it, folks. <laughs> Was it Bugs Bunny? <laughs> That's it, folks. That's it, folks. Get it, get it, get it. <laughs>